welcome to the Eva podcast. My name's Erin. I'll be your host where we explore all things health information technology and Eva, the first interpretive health record system. So without any further delay, let's get this episode started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. I'm super excited because yes, it's a pretty boring subject, onboarding medical software or an electronic health record system, but I'm excited because I get to speak with Nathan Armstrong and he is our COO, the leader of our group. Um, And I also, I love working with Nathan. I love working with him uh, at Eva Health, but also He was a great pleasure and help to work with um, when I was at the clinic using Eva as one of the first users and building Eva out. So I've had a lot of experience working with Nathan now in, you know, two totally different realms. And it's a great pleasure because um, we really see eye to eye on a lot of things. And I think it has to do, I know it has to do with the fact that we have blended careers, right? Nathan's career in particular, though, he has had an information technology career, which includes a lot of creative skill sets um, that's dipped in and out of the medical industry for the past 16 years. So he has watched, you know, software and applications in the health industry change over those years. He's also won some impressive awards for his work. which started back in 2006. So that's quite a while ago. Um, And I believe his immense skill sets um, in all of the different software applications that we use to create everything we do, as well as his diverse experience working in different business organizations and nonprofit organizations have provided him with this pretty impressively humble perspective on being the COO of our company. I brought him on today to talk about onboarding a new EMR because it is so important. It really can determine your success or failure no matter what system you're using. Now, of course, we want you to use Eva because we believe in our tool and we've spent a tremendous amount of time building something we believe that is incredibly helpful, well-rounded, and meets all of your needs with the main focus of patient outcomes, not money. Um, And so we believe in onboarding the right way. I've recently written a blog about what it looks like to transfer patient medical records or data, no matter what system you're using. And I'll link to it in this blog down in the bottom for you to resource if you want. But really, uh, today we hit on what it means to have a successful onboarding. And there are two key elements, accountability and preparation. And, you know, those aren't things we necessarily want to hear. We want to hear, hey, yeah, let's just... I want you to do it for me and get it all done. But really to have a successful business and to have a successful um, tool to use to manage your business and how you interact with the people in your business, you've got to take some accountability for it. And you've also got to prepare. You've got to know how you want to use it. If you have someone design it for you who you've never worked with and you don't have any hand in that process, 
it's not going to reflect what you as the primary provider and business owner truly needs. Now we've created a lot of shortcuts um, to help this process go a lot faster um, and in an efficient way that doesn't sacrifice success later down the road. And we've created these based off of our own successes and failures, not only in electronic health record-like systems, but in all of the systems we've worked with. And Nathan's really been the forefront of making sure we stay on track with developing, creating, and um, communicating uh, how successful our system is, what features we will have, and those that are irrelevant um, because they don't meet that bigger picture, which is patient outcomes and keeping our providers happy, healthy, and safe. So I'm super excited. Let's get started on this podcast. I'll stop rambling, but it really is a great treat. Uh, This podcast, if you listen to it and read the blog, can give you insight on how to get ready for your transition to a new medical record system or medical software, all-inclusive, even if you don't use us. Um, It's kind of a free giveaway we are uh, offering to those out there because there needs to be more conversation around it. All right, enough. Let's get to the podcast. All right. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Erin. Thanks for joining me today on the podcast. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Excited. I know. Me too. Um, So I wanted to have you introduce yourself because even though I know you very well, a lot of our listeners do not. Absolutely. So I am the uh, COO of EVA and uh, have actually had a long history with um, with EVA. I started um, my career actually in the IT field and uh, years ago, back in 2009, um, I was asked by Dr. James Mahoney, who's our founding president and CEO, uh, to come in and start doing some animation. I was also doing a lot of web development and um, video animation. And and I started doing a video animation for uh, the initial, what we call now our Eva core, which is a, um, an amazing, amazing tool for um, interviewing the patient, getting their full story. And uh, so I began back in 2009 working on animation of a, like a 3d body scan. And so, Anyway, I have had a, a many years working uh, within this system, uh, you know, and that's and that's pretty neat because it's not like a new company that just sprang up and we're just trying to make a bunch of money. Um, I really want to stress like the the goal and vision behind Eva is to really uh, place patients back at the center of their healthcare and to care for people, to care for providers who are struggling, trying to figure this out. Uh, we want to help practices thrive. And uh, and so my role uh, a few years ago, back in uh, 2017, I came in uh, full time working here and uh, and we've really um, began to look at how can we make a system that ultimately helps uh, practices, but also patients have a better understanding of their health. And it's really kind of unheard of in this uh, in this market and uh, in systems like uh, EHRs and EMRs and ultimately why I feel most practices, most providers, uh, you know, clinicians, they, they really do get frustrated with their system because it's not meant for them. 
And uh, so Eva has kind of turned that on its head and say, no, we're going to give something, we're going to make something that's not just beautiful to look at, which it is. Um, it's, it's very well designed and thought through, but it's functionally one of a kind and it's amazing. Uh, so, you know, I get to say all that because I work here and I get to work with an amazing uh, rock star team that have that exact same mission in mind. Uh, we're not here just to uh, make a bunch of money and, and sell a bunch of uh, software, but it's really meant to help and change the world of medicine. And that's our goal. I agree. I think, you know, the key statement there that I come back to every day is functionally one of a kind. It's so true. And it's the first system that I've worked in in healthcare where design and function are integrated, right? So the design informs functionality and the functionality informs the design, which is just like the human body, right? And I've yeah. never known, and, and the intention behind the functionality of design is patient-centered care. It's not billing, it's none of that stuff. We have all of that because you do need that, um, but it's not the primary right. reason, right? Um, and so that changes the nature of how you have to think and how you have to prepare to use the system. Um, so, and today I really wanted to talk about with you onboarding. It's a huge question that comes up with new clients, with even current clients that we have. We talk about onboarding and its importance in the lifetime of using Eva. And, you know, we talked a little bit before uh, this podcast about what it means to onboard any system, because in our careers, independently, we've dealt with a million systems in a bunch of different fields. We've onboarded, we've integrated, we've designed. Um, and now we're here and we're, you know, leadership versus kind of taking on the day to day role. And so our goals as leadership are to do it right the first time, which we know financially, you know, is not of benefit to us. It's not. And most companies choose the longer route because they make more money. We want to make you do it right the first time because we want you to succeed because we're tired. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a different goal, right? We know the sacrifices we have to make to do that. So that's why I wanted to have this podcast today and talk to you about it, because we've done it a bunch in many different roles. And now here we are as leadership. Let's talk about what we think best practices are. Yeah, I, I think that's so good. And, and you're right. It comes up not all the I mean, it's, it comes up every single time. Time. <laughs> not just some of the time it, everyone the time. asks well what's your onboarding look like right all the time and and which is understandable because if you think about the history of the emr uh, ehr it, it's it's not been geared toward helping the practice succeed necessarily um it's, it's a uh, necessary evil for many practices providers um and so it's it's our goal and our design has been to be a helpmate for the practices. Like that is ultimately what Eva is. It's the expert virtual assistant. And in that, we, we, the language we use is always, um, well, just like a new employee, you have to kind of know, and you preach this all the time, your workflow. What's your clinical workflow? So if you hire a new employee to come in, how do you train that person to do their job? how you want them to do their job. How do you, how do you train them? 
and and everyone does that in different ways whether they have actually you know written all that down and thought through that process or they're just kind of you know <laughs> running and gunning with it they have to do something somebody has to figure out how do i do my job well eva is no different and much really honestly every other system that they bring in is just like that you have to kind of know what you're doing um and so we get that question all the time because most practices have been burdened by the onboarding process it's it's a pain and so they want to know one how long is it going to take uh how much help am i going to get uh, do I have to figure all this out on my own? Um, and how quickly ultimately can I get moving? Because there's always the component, obviously, of do I need how many systems do I need to keep running simultaneously? And, you know, all the all the normal logistical uh, questions that we get um, are real. But I think the key with Eva is during our onboarding process, is we do things very differently, which is cool. So I think uh, our goal as a company is to help you, but to also get you thinking outside of the box of actually, how do you run your practice? Because in that, we believe onboarding can be a concise, uh, quick and, and painless process if you're willing to take ownership of how you run your practice. Because once you know that, then it's easy to train EVA quickly and efficiently. I think too, it's a really good business practice, you know, and if, if you know how to do that, and the reason why I ask every new, you know, client to begin the EVA onboarding process with prepare, which I've done onboarding with other EMRs, and there is a little bit of prepare, meaning get me all of your patient data in this file and then give it to me, we'll put it in and then you know, maybe what's your, what's your appointment names? And that's about it, right? Maybe tell me some prices, but there's no streamlined process of connection or uh, really education and understanding how the system supports you. And because that's of right. that, that that's becomes very problematic in the room with a patient. Um, I had this personal experience uh, last week where I went for an appointment and I talked to J Dr. J about this and I never got to see the provider because I had to get back to work. I waited for over an hour and they had just changed all of the templates in the electronic health record system. And so right. the provider, I was the second patient of the day. The provider was already an hour and a half behind. And, you know, when she came in, I felt so bad for her because I have the perspective that I do, whereas other patients would have been like furious. But really what sure. that is reflective of is when other systems, you change a clinical template or you have any sort of change in the system because nothing's connected, um, because okay. you can't go back in and just edit and resource and any of that, right? And there was no preliminary plan to system design either. It was just sort of like each department, appointment names, prices, and that's pretty much it tell me your clinical template or here's an area to dictate. And with Eva, I say, all right, this is what I want you to do and prepare. You know, I spent a couple of months building out our new academy area with the learning management system. And some people are going to find it painful because lots of people don't like online learning, you know, and there's a lot of, hey, well, I don't want to do that. I don't have the time. Can you just do it for me? And really what I come back and say is you need to make the time. 
And the reason why you need to make the time is because also the market has just changed. You are now responsible as a provider for all of your PHI, your patient's PHI and transparent pricing. And it just happened to coincide with me kind of transitioning this way and saying, hey, you know what? Let's prepare this data. So I, I really now handhold quite a bit um, in that process. And my training is handholding. And it's not in a bad way. It's sort of, okay, here's a document for you to organize all of your information. Even if you, it's for free. Here you go. Even if you don't use EVA, this document, you can use for anything. So you're welcome. But it truly is the case. You know, if they decided for whatever reason they weren't ready for EVA or they didn't like EVA, or they could, they have this organization of their information and then they can know how their system needs to work for them. That's the biggest barrier I see every single time is, well, I don't really know. I just want to be able to go in the room and chart and get my things done as fast as possible. If you really want that and you're really ready for that, then you have to take a look at your clinic operations. You can't just have a manager do it. You as a provider owner have to take a role in that as well. Otherwise, yeah. in a few weeks when you release, you bet your butt you're going to spend a bunch more time fixing things to actually how you want them, right? Because they generally do want specific stuff. Um, and I think that's the biggest I, thing is prepare. Yeah, I, I think that's really good. And I, I think, you know, let's talk for a second about the ownership piece. Yeah. Uh, because I think that is huge. I mean, most providers in our experience in talking with many people around the country is they're great at what they do, but haven't necessarily always been trained on how to be an amazing business owner, right? Like how do you run your practice? Um, and I think the ownership piece is massive because I, I feel like there's been a lot of times where we talk to people and they're like, I don't know, I just have so-and-so do it. They handle it for me. Well, what happens when so-and-so is not there anymore? You know, and there's a lot of times where where what you're saying is so vital and key for running a successful practice is you have to know what's your practice. Like, what are you doing? What's your mission? What's your vision on this? How's that going to look? Uh, how's it going to work? What are my employees doing? You have to know it. You have to take the ownership of, of taking the time and thinking through your clinical workflow and your process. Unfortunately, not a lot of practices do that. And I think that leads into why onboarding is sometimes very painful for practices because like you said, they just like, I just want to make it work. And so they don't really know. And so they kind of ad hoc it and just kind of plug in a template here because things in most systems aren't connected. And, and that's why I, I want to also talk about how the beauty of Eva is unique in the sense that when we began developing this, we really thought very hard about this process of connectivity of how things are so well connected because they need to be. Systems are not geared toward helping the practice when it doesn't know what appointment is linked to what invoice or chart or you know all the things that are happening for this patient, it's not connected. But Eva actually is thinking through the entire flow of your appointment. And this is this is not just vital, but I mean it is groundbreaking for you as a provider because then you don't have to worry about because you already took the time to train Eva as an employee of how you run uh, your practice, how you have your appointment set up, what that's going to look like. 
and we help you train her well. You, you've done all the work and prepare and, and building and all these things that are really key in doing this quickly, but really uh, efficiently. But when you have that set up, then it's like a well-oiled machine. It just runs yeah. and runs well. And talk about saving time. Time is money. You know, we're not selling just an app. We're selling time. Right. And I think, you know, it's hard. You, time is something you can never get back. <laughs> it's a one commodity. It's gone. And uh, as, as a company, if we're here to truly help providers and, and patients to understand their health, to get better, uh, to see a world, you know, become well, then our goal as a company is to really empower practices, providers to know what they're doing and how they're doing it. And so that's part of our onboarding process is to get them to think through this. It's not just a quick like, oh yeah, you'll be up and running in a week or two or a month or give you some arbitrary number. It's really like, if you thought through this, we're going to give you every tool needed to uh, set up Eva quickly and have her know what you want to do, but you need to think through that. I think so. That's why we decided to put the whole prepare stage of onboarding open and accessible to anybody we've had conversations with. If you haven't bought, you know, Eva, but you're in conversation with us or getting our emails, you get access to the whole prepare stage. And, you know, again, I'm offering something to you that you can utilize for anything. You can utilize it for any communication system you're bringing on, whether you're looking at different telephone, you know, like tools, stuff like that. If you're looking at practice management software separately, all of that. But Eva, again, you know, with the exception of basically running your telephones, is an all-inclusive medical software. And yeah, that's a big kind of key term that's being thrown around a lot. And it's really hard to search and find a system that actually is that because everybody's looking for that right now. And a lot of systems are claiming that that's what they are. And having done the research and had to make the decision for a clinic, they really aren't. And I can very proudly say that we are um, and we continue to grow in that way as a, an inclusive tool. But in order to have an inclusive tool, you can't just do the work on your clinical. You have to understand all of the systems, right? The clinical, the full clinical workflow. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about with clinical workflow, I also in the onboarding, I really show you what it looks like. And it doesn't mean yeah. you do what I'm asking you to do. It means, hey, this is what clinical workflow looks like connected inside of a system that it is actually fully connected. Um, and then from there, you know, things sort of grow. It's really, we keep saying this over and over again, but it is a different way to think about your practice and running your practice and giving care. Because again, it's patient centric. And that's, that's like most businesses out there, they're customer centric, right? So all of the systems are generally revolved around making sure the customer is happy and has good outcomes. We've never yeah. seen that in healthcare because people don't like to say healthcare is business but healthcare has to be business in order for it to survive. Um, and so, you know, I like that in our now, I'm like, here, just take this, have a conversation with me about how you can do this. Cause there is a lot of fear and yeah, it can be very difficult, but we're here the whole time as well. Um, and I think the last thing I want to talk about, because 
I don't want to, you know, you can go into onboarding for hours and there's really not a need to, if you have a really good flow of, Hey, this is what you're going to be doing. And we do. And, and that's it. Uh, I want to talk about once you onboard correctly and you have organized your information, your return on investment is so much higher and your ability to adjust and adapt as you grow. If you have that solid foundation from the beginning, that's what it's worth, right? You spend two days, maybe you shut down your clinic for a day or two to do it solid with your whole team. Um, you then make that, you make so much more money if you choose those two days of full, full solid attention from everyone yeah. than if you buy the system, don't have everything prepared, you just start throwing in appointments um, and import your patient data and then you just try to figure it out as you're using it. Um, right. You can do that with Eva. We've had people who've been fine who have done that. They have spent a lot of time in a few months later fixing it, quote unquote, um, which is what I see in any system. But or or, or learning the full potential of it. You yes, know, I, think I think that's better. Yeah. Yeah. Learning connections and how to price right. and strategy. Well, because I I don't know a system out there that is so fully connected. Meaning, like when you schedule someone, it actually Eva is then understanding because you trained her you understand, she understands now like, okay, this person's coming in for this type of appointment. So therefore I'm going to create this chart for them, ready, set it up for them, get it ready. And not only that, we also know what items are going to be, you know, what treatment uh, items are going to be doing. And I'm going to go ahead and put that on the invoice and create the invoice for you automatically. You don't have to think about it because Eva's doing it for you, getting an entire uh, baseline for you, ready to go for that patient. And I think that's why we, we kind of really preach here. Like, most people hate their EMR. Uh, they, they don't like their system or they put up with it um, because it is kind of a necessary evil. It's an EMR or EHR is really a glorified word processor. It's just a, it's a dump of information. And, uh, and that's how they use it because they haven't really necessarily thought through this process. But, but if you change that mindset, and think EVA is a, is a complete practice management platform. Now we're talking about a totally different thing. Yes. And that is what Eva is here to help you globally in your practice in every which way. And that is unique. And that's something like you're saying to think through in the onboarding process. How do I how do I effectively think through every step of my appointments? What am I doing? How am I doing it? What am I charging? Um, instead of just like you said, plug and play to figure it out. Eva's scope of, of helping you as a practice is immense when you take that time. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. It gets me fired up because I know we've seen it firsthand here in Dr. J's practice, the amount of time. I mean, we, we can quantify the amount of time saved, 90% saved on charting, 90%. Who can say that? How much no. time as a provider are you spending charting on your, on your um, appointments for your patients? 90% saved that that's, that should be written up. That should be talked about. <laughs> yeah, 90% saved, not sacrificing patient care, actually giving right. better patient care. Your patient note is, is not, it is thorough still. It is yes. well documented. You get Eva core that comes in that gives you this incredible history and what's going on with the patient. So it's like, not only are you saving that time, 
but you are actually functionally operating in a more optimized level. So it's not like, oh yeah, we can make your charting faster. Everybody's saying that. It's like, I'm not trying to make you chart, you know, have all these like canned out little different charts and yeah, yeah, you're done. We're talking about like really good quality care and, and, and fast, like, whoa, <laughs> that, that's, that and and it's not fast just because of you back in the room clinically it's also for your business so you're not spending a bunch of extra time with inventory like your inventory management's done all of this this all of these pieces are thought about in the process and that's that to me is all right if you're ready and i know you are and you want to have conversations about what it looks like to onboard because that's the next big question I'm happy to spend an hour, two hours, whatever you need on the phone with you to walk you through how realistic it is for you. Um, if you spend the time to prepare, your onboarding is much shorter. We've seen people do it in a week, two weeks, and we've seen mm -hmm. people not prepare and take 12 weeks, you know. Um, yeah. And so really it's up to you at the end of the day, but we're here to support you. We've got a wonderful system. Check out our website, check out the prepare resources. Uh, thanks so much for joining me today, Nathan, and I'll see you on another podcast in the future where we talk more about this. Let's do it. Thanks, Aaron. Right. Appreciate cool. it. Cool. Take care. Well, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on the Eva podcast. I'm Aaron, your host, and I'll see you next time.